Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's uh, Jimmy and Kyle back again. Yes, yes. We're, we're here. Yeah, we are here. Uh, we're going to be talking about an all variety type of topics today. We'll be talking about the uh, top uh, TV shows of all time that we missed out on last time that we decided to kind of save a little bit for this episode. That's right. Savoring um, it up. Savoring it, as always. Then we're going to have some thought-provoking questions, some uh, things coming out on Netflix for 2017 in January to look forward to. Um, and then we're also going to talk about some bands and little things here and there and really kind of bring in the, the new year as it is our last podcast for 2016 Yes, we were uh, really excited about uh, getting everything started up, and uh, I know Jesse and I are excited about new things that are uh, coming up in our new beginning uh, for 2017. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we're going to have it completely revamped, and uh, we're going to have some links with our Facebook, our new Facebook page. Yes, yeah. And we're also going to have uh, Twitter, that's right, uh, Jesse? We're going to have Twitter, we're going to yeah. be working on YouTube, so we can eventually mm-hmm. put a live broadcast feed so right. people can see what these uh, mugs look like. Yeah, you can see our, our old full. faces. Yep, yep. And we even uh, applied for uh, iTunes today, too, to kind of get started on that as well. So Yeah, that's a big big step. That way it makes it easier for all you iTunes uh, Apple users to be able to Download us, subscribe, and follow. But just in case you want to do that now and you don't want to wait for iTunes, you can go to blogtalkradio.com backslash JK. That's Jesse and Kyle, but JK podcast backslash podcast. And uh, you'll be able to pull us up. Or you can go ahead and follow uh, the feed that we have. It's already on iTunes now. It's episode four, the end of the year, 2016. So uh, Kyle... Uh, so I heard that your clutch went on your car, dude. Yeah, man, a uh, little little trouble with the uh, Honda, but um, you know it's kind of expected. It's uh, a little older of a car. It's got some, you know, a little little over 160, and usually a lap of a clutch, as the car geeks know. I guess you could say or gearheads out there. Uh, usually a clutch lasts about 120 to 150,000. So I was kind of expected, but not expected, you know. So. Right. <laughs> but it's all good. We gotta we're gonna get it get it running, get it good going. Absolutely, dude. That sounds good. Well, you know, things happen, but uh, yeah. it did prevent Kyle from being able to be with everybody today. Yeah, that's right. So we wanted to make sure we got everyone ready, situated, and ready to roll for this last podcast of 2016. So let's go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and hit it off now. Um, I think we what was it? We want to go ahead and talk about the uh, top TV shows that we got. Yeah, yeah, the uh, top TV shows. Uh, this is coming from. Uh, Got to give respect to uh, Rolling Stone. You know, you can guys can follow along. It's uh, uh, you just type in you know the top uh, twenty uh, one, one through twenty. It does have a hundred. So if you guys are interested, just go to Rolling Stone and type that up. All time TV shows. All right, so rolling it right off here. Here we go. We have got number 20, Cheers. Cheers. Everybody knows your name, Jesse, <laughs> when you walk in there. So <laughs> I like it. Very nice segue. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, cheers, man. That that uh, series ran from uh, uh, when I was born, from 1982 to 93. Yeah, yeah. So uh, running Good that. old uh, Kirstie Alley on that show. Yeah. A little bit of Boston. Yeah, a little bit of Boston up in there. Yeah, we are. You know, um, uh, you know some Woody Harrelson, you know as well. Yeah. I, I love some Woody Harrelson. The beginning of the Woody yeah. Harrelson, yeah. Yes. Um, so then, uh, what's uh, cool about this one? Number nineteen is a surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. Can you believe it? President. Can you believe it's been sixteen years? I can't believe that. I mean, Larry David has a knack of being able to have something go on for a good while, but. Yeah, His own show. Wow, uh, sixteen years. It time flies, man. I know it is. Uh, it is crazy, crazy how much with this uh, 
you know, uh, famous lines of, I'm going to fuck the Jew out of you. From religion to race, from the mock Seinfeld reunion to burning ethical dilemma of whether men should wear shorts on airplanes, Larry is always there to make everyone awkward situation worse. I personally did like the Seinfeld reunion <laughs> episode. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that was. Only yeah. Larry David could do that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Larry David is probably the only one that could pull that off. Absolutely. Um. So one of my favorites of, you know, going on May You Prosper and Live Well. Yep. Going up Star Trek. Uh, also the inventor of so many things, but of course my favorite uh, being in the industry with cell phones, doing the old. Yes. Scotter. Yes. Beam us up. And that series, you know, ran from 1966 to 69. That's a good number. Yeah, great number. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but, um, you know, like it says here, the Starship Enterprise took off with five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization. That's right. And it succeeded in creating the most beloved of sci-fi, sci-fi excuse me, franchises, not just inspiring countless spinoffs, but also codifying fan fiction as an art form. Yeah. So it is awesome. And, you know, uh, one of my favorite little cheesy Facts about that. You know they got the uh, star, the star, uh, the Enterprise. The yeah, the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. Was made an idea from a cookie cutter, a cookie cutter. Well, sounds like somebody yeah. was having some late night baking treats. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. you know, it's awesome <laughs> that they actually get to bring that up too, because you know, I think this year we did lose uh, Leonard Nimoy, so you know, yes. Mr. Spock, uh, rest in peace. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, one of my favorite actors, of course. Um, and then we're going to jump right into uh, quote unquote Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin course. Peaks, yeah. Uh, ran from 1991, short little series, but these girls are authentically dreamy. Twin Peaks auteur David Lynch told Rolling Stone in 1990 they are all just boss chicks and they're just jam packed with secrets. The small town of Twin Peaks is full of these women and their deadly secrets from murder. Uh, high school homecoming queen Laura Palmer to alive and how seductress Audrey Horn. So uh, this series uh, was short-lived, and um, I- I've seen one or two episodes, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, but uh, it's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat that it made us on the list. It's very uh, interesting there. It's an interesting, interesting little tidbit of a yeah. show. Yeah. What was it, number 16? Yes, MASH. <laughs> Bring it in. So uh series ran from 1972 to 83. Yep. But, you know, as many, you know, uh, that's, that's a pretty good bit of years um, to run the series. But I always remember, Jesse, going into my grandmother's house, you know, and, and sitting out as a kid and watching this. And, uh, you know, as well, uh, and we were just actually talking about a little bit of uh, my papa, you know, flying the um, uh, the P-42 planes and fighter pilots uh, in World War Two. So, uh God rest him. Um, but he was a great man. Yeah, your memory is probably better than mine. I remember the first time I saw MASH. It was on TV Land at Kaiser Permanente. Nice. Yep. Nice. I'm not going to go into that. Yeah. Horrifying yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, MASH, uh, awesome. The Korean, Korean War show that lasted three times as long as the Korean War. <laughs> yeah, that's just Taking good. off from the revolutionary 1970 Robert Allman comedy as the doctors and nurses of the 40th. 4077th Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Wait for the next chopper. Hawkeye. Yes. So uh, this is great. Uh, great series. Ooh, um, I like this next one. That's one of my favorites. Yes. The West Wing is number 15. Running from 99 to 2006. Hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag old winning. Yes. Charlie Sheen's daddy, Martin Sheen, in this one. <laughs> yes. played, was it Jed Bartlett? Was his name uh, yeah. right? Yep, yep, I did. That's Still it. Got, it. got it right. Back in 1999. I think they decided to do this after the whole um, Bill Clinton uh, was so popular. Probably yeah. one of the biggest, uh, I guess I you agree. could even say, pop culture presidents of our era. Yeah. Um, actually, I think there. probably started it, you know, yeah. with him. Uh, Bush yeah. was the SNL making fun type. And then yep. uh, even uh, President Obama, current commander-in-chief. Yes. Um, has his own show on Netflix that just came out this yes. past week. I think it's You're the right. beginning of yeah. Them. So beginning. This yeah. really derived, I think, off of uh, you know Clinton. Even though they say it's based off of the Bush Cheney years, right? Um, I think this was an idea that uh, they brought to the the network, and yeah. then ended up you know going from there because it's more of a democratic 
feel to the show yeah, than it is for the you know, Republicans. I, I would definitely agree with you on that. that yeah. Um, and I like this next one, too. Yeah, the Larry Sanders show. A lot of people don't remember that one. Yeah, I know. Um, it's it's a great show. Um, you know, from 92 to 98, the late, great mm-hmm. Gary Shandling could have taken over as host of The Tonight Show. But instead, he starred in his own nightmare fictional version. As Larry Sanders, he played as a showbiz monster who's loathing for all forms of humanity, <laughs> especially himself, left to no choice but to make small talk with strangers behind the desk of his late-night chat fest. Larry Sanders debuted on HBO in 92 with a whole new look. Single camera, no laugh track, a constant stream of violent abuse, and became a word-of-mouth hit. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a pretty neat show. It's um, a great spinoff. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, it's HBO, so, we, you know, we see all the great, you know, shows coming off of this uh, list from HBO. Yeah, there's some uh, actors at the bottom that they kind of listed that kind of yeah. propels it. Uh, Jed Apatow, Sarah Silverman, mm-hmm. Bob Odenkirk, uh, Janine uh, Graffalo, and even the good old Dave Chappelle. Chappelle Show, I think we don't have any introduction on that. Rick James! Yes. <laughs> so, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, it's funny you said because I'm, I'm a big fan of the Chappelle show. I'm taking oh, yeah. kind of a right field here um, yeah. with that. But, uh, you know, what was always kind of ironic to me is um, when this show, when the Chappelle show came out, yeah. uh, you know, he had all these controversies. It was great. Everyone loved it. Um, it was such a big hit. And then, you know, Rick James uh, won a Lifetime Achievement Award at the BET <laughs> Awards, right? And at the show, before he left off the stage, he turns around and goes, oh, yeah, one more thing. And he puts his glasses down and he does that famous line, I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> so, I mean, he's got all these lines going on, right? And it's so oh, yeah. great. So, it, you know, and then that, it was either that night or in that next week in that same period, he passed away. Yeah. So the great late uh, Rick, James. Know, uh, Rick James. Credit to Dave Chappelle. Yes. Um, so uh, number 13 here, Jesse, is, no surprise of <laughs> just kind of following right up behind is a late night with David Letterman. Oh, I know Jay Leno's butt hurt on that. Yes, he is. He is butt hurt right now, but I still love him with the car museum. Oh He's yeah, such a car freak, and I love really his is. new show that's on as well. If you haven't checked it out, uh, I can't remember the name of it right offhand, but I'm, I'm killing it right now, uh, being organic a little bit. But um, uh, basically, his new show. Um, um, following it on Hulu and uh, I think uh, Netflix as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, streaming it. Um, but he goes around with. Um, I think he just drives uh, different cars. cars. Yeah. Yeah, and he takes out the now. scene. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's really neat. Um, he he really gives a lot of history, and you learn a lot from that show. Yeah. Uh, the cars that he pulls, and he's trying to find cars. He meets up with other car enthusiasts in Cali. Yep. So you'll have to check that out. Um, Number twelve. My favorite. Yes, number twelve, Game of Thrones, twenty eleven. The present. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So uh, no big surprise. Um, the Sopranos in Middle Earth. It's the HBO fantasy series that broke through generic. The uh, Sopranos in Middle Earth. <laughs> the genre boundaries to stake its claim as one of the most compellingly realistic dramas on the air, going beyond George R. R. Martin's books. So, it might grab attention with the nudity, the dragons, and severed heads, but at heart, it's a political thriller. As Martin told Rolling Stone, history is written in blood, a gold mine, the kings, the uh, princes, and generals, and the whores, and all the betrayals and wars and confidences. It's better than 90% of what the fantasies do make up. That's true. That's true. Here we go, number 11, something that... All of us 90s, late 90s kids remember Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. The beginning of a lot of careers on that one. Yes. A lot of ones. Um, Jason Segel. Yes. And what's it? it, James Franco's in Uh, there, James Franco, yes. Uh, I I would say that was uh, the cast of Future Legends. Like you say, it says Middle Ways. Uh, Martin stars Bill, Jason Segel, Nick, most of all, Linda Cardellis, Lindsay. These are kids who won't fit in, craving a place they might belong, whether that's a Dungeons and Dragons game or a band following the Grateful Dead. You know, that's probably one of the uh, pop culture favorite shows of all time, considering it's only one season. Um, You know, that was such a great uh, 
you know, show. It's sad to see it only had one one season in it. I know that was uh, very surprising. And you know, back um, when it came out, a lot of people. Um, I was actually on the verge of actually graduating high school, and a lot of people were like, "Are they going to follow up another season?" You know, um, you know, and a lot of uh, shows are now getting you know recalled back, and Netflix is yeah. you know going through. So, question is from our last podcast, other listeners that are uh, thank you for listening last time on our last podcast about. Would this be one that you would resurrect? You know, I would. And how would you do that? I think that would be a, an interesting uh, thing to do. But the question is, is it something that these actors who are so big now are worth are willing to do? And yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe doing a younger version or a revamped version. Um, but then again, I feel like they tried with Degrassi and some of these other right. little high school shows and stuff back in the day. But I would definitely be willing to give it a shot and see what happens. This is hope yeah. it's better than Fuller House. Yes, so. exactly. I've uh, recently used to, it's funny you yes. say that because I recently just checked that out. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. Go back. Oh wow. It's, Go back. Yeah. Leave it alone. It was a great it was a great first season. Yeah. And it's time to let the past be the past again. Yes. Okay. Number ten. Oh, this is a great no surprise to me. Uh the Daily Show. Still going strong, twenty yeah. years. Yeah. And uh what's his name? The new guy, uh I just recently watched uh, with Noah. Okay. Uh, uh, did you talk about the movie? Noah? Uh, Noah, uh, the Daily Show with Noah. It's, uh, I can't remember his last name right offhand. But yeah, it's still going on with Noah. Uh, okay. It's okay. Great. Um, so uh, I got to check that out. Uh, it's really good. Right. Um, so, uh, but that's still rolling. It's a great, great. Uh, 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 series, great show, always. Mm-hmm. Number um, nine. That's actually one of my personal favorites too, from back uh, in the day. Yes, yeah, here. Archie. Yes. Blanca. <laughs> All in the family. All in the family. Yeah. One yeah. of the probably one of the most racy, but very. Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, it says right here, "All in the family" went where TV never dared before, and I, this is that's true because it was in a time 90, 1971 to seventy nine where yeah. really it was all these things were brought into question. It was racism, homophobia, abortions, gun control, par, uh, premarital sex, and religion. Everything was fair games. Those were the days. Yes, they were. Now yeah. we're all so PC that we can't talk about these things in TV shows as much without right. clenching our teeth or feeling uncomfortable in a room with someone. So this TV yeah. show did it when it was even hotter in the time of doing it. But uh, they did it in a way that brought humor to question yeah. views. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. That's uh, that's great. It's always going to be our, you know, uh, iconic. I even have some of the sayings as little notifications in oh, yeah. my uh, cell phone, so it's uh, it's pretty neat. Um, and it's always going to be a classic. Number eight. Yes, number eight. Good old SNL, or as other people know, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, a lot of careers have gone to go and live, yeah. and a lot of careers have gone to die. Yeah, that is very true. I think everybody pretty much knows if you're listening to the yeah. podcast what <laughs> SNL is or even yeah. what about. So, oh yeah. Um, you know, you, uh, you know, some of my favorites now at Roxbury, and they got even movies coming off of it. So oh yeah. Movies coming off uh, from SNL. Okay, and I was just talking about this today at work with uh, the reason why I'm such a night owl. Okay. Um, but I have to credit this number seven. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Twilight Zone. <laughs> We're killing it, right? Yeah, I know, right? Sorry, um, guys. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it ran in a series ran from 1959 to 64. This is the dimension of imagination. Rob Stolens. Um, So great, 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 great series. Um, I just remember um, having my classic uh, pickle at night with my napkin and uh, chewing on it like a little munchkin uh, with my mom. Uh, no. Up late at 11, 30, 12. Now that sounds like a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. I like that fun. No. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this is um, is, is great, you know. Um, Twilight Zone episodes look for freedom in the everyday. Space invaders posing as hot rod greasers, suburban neighborhoods turning into hysterical mobs, grotesque death masks, talking dolls, countless vignettes remain classics from William Shatner uh, staring out the airplane window and seeing a gremlin on the wing to Richard Keel as the gigantic smiling alien who arrives with solutions to all our problems. Great episode, yeah. 
I mean, just very iconic, simply because he wants to serve men. Number six. Yes. Still going strong. Yes. The rump, I mean, just great. The Simpsons. Chorus, 89 to present. Yeah. So, uh, it's great, you know. Um, buy my shorts, man. That's <laughs> still one of my favorites. Was it number five? One of those classics. Ah, yeah. Shout out to my brother-in-law who has a tattoo on his arm. Yeah. Seinfeld. Good old Seinfeld. No soup for you. Yes. 89 to 98. No hugging, no learning. Yes, exactly. There you go. Number four. Good old Jerry. All right. And then number four, and this is very surprising to me, but it is at the same time not. Right. Mad Men. See, I thought that that should be farther down the list. Yes. I think it's because it's so fresh that, mm-hmm. you know, they were, Donald Draper is in our minds still. Yes, yes. Now, um, uh, yes, good old Sterling Cooper. Um, this is a great series, 07 to 15. Um, you know, this is about a New York ad agency in the JFK era. Yep. Sex and money and liquor and cigarettes. Smoking in the room while you're drinking some brandy. Yep, that's it. Uh, but guess what? what? No sex in the champagne room. That's true. That's true. Ah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, um, the creator, you know, he even says right here, uh, a good uh, advertising person is like an artist channeling the culture. Creator Matthew Weiner told Rolling yep. Stone. They're holding up a mirror saying, this is the way you uh, wish you were. This is the thing you're afraid of. Don can reduce a room to tears pitching in the Kodak Coruscant. Even though the Happily family memories he's selling are a frog. Yep. And then one of my favorite shows, pretty much on my top five. Yep. And it's even number three here. Jesse. Jesse. (laughs) Pinkman. And, of course, good old Brian Crasson, we all know, and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Uh, Oh, wait, the 13. If you guys haven't seen this, I've... You know, and you're looking, you know, if, if you're out there listening to us right now and you have not seen this series. Go on Netflix. you got to see it. It's on Netflix. Um, it's great. Um, you will not be, you know, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it's funny, it says here, and I, I actually didn't even really recognize this or even remember, but Brian Cranston, previously the dentist on Sunfield and the lovable dad from Malcolm in the Middle, I knew Malcolm in the Middle thing, became a villain for the ages in Vince Gilligan's AMC Noir. Walter White. Mm-hmm. So you guys got to check this out. Um, it's very neat how in this series, how, you know, you see throughout this whole thing, and I won't really spoil it for anyone, but how he becomes this person. So basically right. he's a teacher. He's got lung cancer. He's never even smoked <laughs> his whole life. It's ironic. And then all of a sudden he's a master chemist. Right. He's a genius. He makes the best meth in the whole world. Yep. Uh, very pure. The blue. The blue. And then he even has these epic sayings and quotes in the show. Yeah. Like when, uh, yeah, I think constantly to his wife, I think he's yeah. trying to prove himself. At yeah. Point. But one is listed on here as, I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you would think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. And then there's even another one where, you yeah. know, I think it's when he's going after Gus and, you know, Poyos Hermanos, <laughs> yeah. and he calls his wife Skyler, and he's like, "It's over. We're safe. I won." And then he hangs up. It's, yeah. it's those little things that pops up, you know, that he does. It's so epic with Walter White and Brian Cranston, and how he can go from a sitcom dad yeah. to a complete and total badass. Yeah. Um, and and, that, and like you said, that whole transformation, transformation, really that yeah. whole genius look on that. And then how he able he was able for the end to have that full cycle. Yeah, you know, and then become Walter White right before the end. Right, so exactly. that was that was awesome. Number two, The Wire. It's a great, great show. Yes, I think True Detective was inspired by this show. I would agree with you on that. Um, but uh, it was one of the best uh, HBO shows. Yeah. Or I think it was an HBO or Showtime. Yeah. I think it was yeah, HBO. HBO. You're, you're hitting. Um, yeah, it was one of the best HBO shows of all time, and really kind of bringing light to the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, the crime in Baltimore, D.C. area. Yes, uh, and it also ran from 02 to 08. And then, so. oh, yeah, and then no surprise, number one. Oh. Here we go. And The Sopranos. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, 99-07, the crime saga that cut the history of TV in two. Did he live? Did he die? We'll never oh, know. We'll never know. We'll never know. 
<laughs> Number one all time, Sopranos. And I think that that list rounding out uh, the top three, I can, I mean, you can always take them and put them in different spots, but that's pretty, pretty solid, I think. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I would definitely agree. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty solid with everything. Um, I don't disagree with any of these. Yeah, solid um, choices. Good job. Know, even, even with, uh, you know, um, uh, with, uh, um, Mad Men. That was uh, yeah. it. Kind of surprised me, but at the same time, I was like, it deserves it. Right, right. Not bad at all. Not bad yeah. at all. So not bad. This is a pretty good uh, little little something something for you guys. So we decided to take the first chunk and uh, put and pour it into that, and we'll kind of roll through the rest of everything else so quick. Um, yes. All right. So here we go. Uh, coming out to you. In 2017 of January, yes, we have some new shows uh, that's coming yes, out. Yes, yeah, you have. I'm excited. You have those pulled up. I don't, I don't see them there. Yeah, I've, uh, I've uh, got, a, I got it pulled up here. Um, now, what I really like, um, you know, um, you know, I'm a big robot, like geek sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very big on that kind of stuff. Um, so what I, what I really like here is. Um, uh, Voltron Legendary Defender's second season is on the way. Right. All four Christopher Reeve Superman films. Nice. Halo Legends. Okay. Uh, for the younger crowd out there and for those older guys that love Halo as well as we grew up with it all. Right. And more. So, with that being said. A little bouncing bounce. Yeah, a little bouncing around a little bit. So, uh, basically, some things that are uh, going to be on there. Um you know, some older movies going to bounce around a little bit is uh, Braveheart. Braveheart, yes. Caddyshack, which you is my favorite. You cannot take away my freedom. You cannot take it away. Oh, Caddyshack. Hell yes. Yeah. Um, and then Collateral Damage. Go to Anudinea. You know. <laughs> oh, what about some uh, Buggy Booger? Yes. Uh, we got Dreamcatcher and El Dorado. El Dorado. That's uh, a little John Wayne movie right yes. there. That's um, a good movie, Pilgrim. Yes, sir. Um, and then we've also got uh, uh, Hugo. Hugo, okay, um, cool, cool. <laughs> Ocean's Twelve. Yes, Ocean's Twelve, definitely a classic. Um, and then um, you the know, Shining, I think. Yeah, uh, the Shining. Yep. The and Parent then Trap, the original one. Yes, the original. Uh, oh, old school. The Rat Race. That yeah, was always, that's a good one. I love the Rat Race. So yeah. many good kids. So many good all uh, actors and actresses all together there. An update uh, for Kurt, or no, I'm sorry, not Kurt, but uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Got the 11th yes. season finally added. We've been waiting oh, yeah. for for a long time. Nice. Uh, some new Netflix originals such as Coin Heist. Actually, it looks pretty interesting. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They also had this one with Jason Moma from Game of Thrones. Uh, another Game of Thrones character turned Netflix pro. Uh, it's called The Frontier. It looks pretty cool. It's going to be a 17th century uh, Canada uh, fur and trade empire um, uh, series, basically. It looks like it's going to be The Revenant put into a TV, TV show. Yes. yes. You've got those. Uh, a revamped version with Netflix also taking an old show and revamping it again one day at a time, coming back. Ah, yeah. Um, so that looks like it might be decent. We'll see. Um, you got Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm pretty excited about Ratchet and Clank. Looks you know, pretty good. Size. And yeah. then, of course, Disney is getting thrown in there with Alice through the looking glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think probably we can close the book on this one because I think we've pretty much touched them all except for one. And it is, and we'll definitely do a review for this in January once we get it the season and binge watch it. But yeah, it's a series of unfortunate events. The first season yeah. brought to Netflix is a Netflix original with Bill Patrick yeah. Harris. That is that is going to be huge. Looks pretty awesome, Mr. Handler. Yes, Mr. Handler. So we got a lot of really good shows there and. I think that they're going to have some uh, awesome, awesome add-ons for the rest of that year, too. Netflix is bringing it, man. Yeah, they're bringing, they're bringing it. They're definitely bringing the, the heat this time around. But uh, I think another thing, too, that um, we definitely want to keep our eyes open for is some of the shows that we were talking a little bit about earlier. And it was mm-hmm. uh, you know some of the questions that we were going to be asking back and yeah. forth to kind of pop y'all's brains a little bit and say, hey, you know, what What exactly do you agree with and what is our opinion on it? So we'll take, we'll take a short little 
like 10 minute kind of five, 10 minute uh, push and see if we can get somebody to call in or if we can get somebody to give us their yeah. opinion on Facebook or uh, start a chat in our blog talk radio. If you're on the page, again, go to blogtalkradio.com backslash JK, it's Justin Kyle, JK podcast backslash podcast. Yes. Cause you know, we're always what? Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, um, I guess yeah. I'll let you take this. You know, oh, okay, starting cool. off a little bit there with some questions, and I, I've got one myself. Well, we yeah, okay. Well, I got one right out the gate. That's kind of a little racy. Um, yeah. I think that we've talked about a few times, and we've been mm-hmm. meaning to bring it into the podcast. And I feel like it's a perfect time now. Spider Gwen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, would you be willing to wear the Spider Gwen hoodie slash outfit? Yes, uh, you know um, I'm a I'm a big uh, Spider-Man uh, series. Uh, always have been since a kid. Um, you know uh, I've gotten into the Spider-Gwen series. So I was asking Jesse one day. I was like, you know, um, I had talked with um, Shelby um, about uh, uh, my my fiance about you know uh, she asked me a question you know about joking around a little bit. And I got kind of serious about uh, would I wear the new hoodies that have come out that are white, black, and pink. White, black, and pink. You know, for Spider-Gwen fans out there, um, you know, would I be willing to wear it? And uh, my answer for myself would be yes. Would I wear it in public? Yes. Now, we know, Kyle, you've always won the cross-dress. Yeah. Yeah, you know (laughs) I have. You know, yes. But, uh, yeah. Um, You know, uh, would you guys out there – Kind of, I guess you could say it was gender bending, but not really gender yeah. bending, but gender bending on the clothes and the actual colors and stuff. Right. Um, what are your thinks and thoughts on that? Um, you know, um, going that way, um, what links are you guys wanting to show your your favorite uh, cross dressing yes, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, cross dressing <laughs> of Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, getting things wrong with your series is out there. You know, it's one thing to go to a con and be dressed up. Oh, okay, they're gender bending. You're, you know, uh, you're showing your true colors. Like you can say it all. Yeah. Um, but you're you're showing your your um, support for you know the the shows or your favorite comic character, your favorite superhero or heroine. Um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah. Um, you know how how far in links are you willing to go? If someone was like, you know, if uh, they wanted you to wear all pink, you know, right, uh, right. Uh, what what would you guys do willing out there uh, to do uh, show your fan base, your fandom, I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that. that's something I would definitely like to see is Kyle dressed up as Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't put it past me, man. Hey, I want to get some my money ready. I got some ones in my wallet somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I might throw some rolls of quarters, so you have some bruises. <laughs> there we go. Get some OJ on the fly. Yeah, that's it. Um, so just so if y'all do want to call into, uh, our number is one six four six seven eight seven eight four nine one. That's one six four six seven eight seven eight four nine one. So if you want to get your opinion or comment on what Kyle uh, just brought up and myself about him dressing up as Spider Quinn, let us know, and you can call in and give us an opinion on that, or you can just go on the feed and do that. Um, some other questions that we're going to have mm-hmm. that I think we can kind of antagonize a little bit. Yes. Uh, pick at it. Pick at the scab, <laughs> I guess you could say, and really kind of get people really thinking. Um, so what the deal is, we've had a lot of female, uh, you know, gender roles going out as leads. Yeah. That traditionally would not be that way or in the original series is not listed. And we even talked to uh, a few people about it, but like on Rogue One, the – main character of the movie was a female and then even mm-hmm. going into Assassin's Creed they have uh, one of the leading roles that was supposed to be a male brought in as a female yeah. so yeah. Um, that's something that we can uh, all see. What is y'all's opinions on that? I mean is that something that like irks you Kyle as, like a, as, a, as a person who loves the series like yeah. the, tra- the tradition like you know there's even been rumors about uh, the next Iron Man having a female being an Iron Man, and you know, does that uh, make you kind of grit your teeth, or does it kind of make you interested? Or yeah, the only thing that uh, that irks me about it when you know, especially being like Iron Man, right? It's Iron Man, right? Uh, that you know, if something's originally, um, you know, a character that's a very dominant male, 
I have a small issue with it, but then also I'm very open to new ideas right. along the lines of, hey, this could be a, a neat series. Let's see what goes with it. Um, right. Let's see how far we can take it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think it's really good um, mm-hmm. for not just for women but for men as well. Right. Um, you know, and especially with uh, it, it comes in the cross paths with traditionalism versus, you know, um, uh, different aspects of uh, race and gender, um, you know, so a lot of uh, different uh, opinions with, you know, uh, from uh, the way this person thinks to uh, what this human being thinks and what this person thinks in different races across the world, uh, different beliefs. But overall, uh, would I be interested and would I be open-minded? I would say yes. Um, yes to that, especially with these new roles. Um, I think it also gives a lot of hope to women as well uh, and men to see um, more curve. I mean, you know, <laughs> more curve. Yeah, more there curve. you go. Um, uh, more curve appeal. More curve um, appeal. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think it uh, is going in a good direction. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not always you know uh, how people said in the past of you're living in a man's world. Um, take that mindset away, right? And just be open-minded about it's Dude, not yeah. it's not a, a dominant male role anymore that has to have uh, security to say, hey, I feel secure of this woman being a, a heroic role. Heroic role. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, I think this is something that's going to change Hollywood. Definitely refresh things. It also gives us an opportunity to have. Um, these movies come out like Star Wars Rogue One, where we can have yeah. uh, a female lead and still enjoy and think it's the one of the best, if not the best. Yeah. So you know we have a lot of uh, opinions on that. Um, what, what about you? Do you have any questions to throw out there to the audience and kind of get their brains picking? Yeah. Um, what upcoming series or show would you like to see a leading role that could be reversed? Reverse from a male dominant role to a female role and what actress? Ooh. I'm going to put two in there. Okay, go ahead. So, it's going to be what role? What role? And what actress? What actress and what role? Yeah, in, in what you know series? What? I got one for you. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Um, I'm going to have to say Indiana Jones. I can agree with that. Indiana Jones. I, I can, can agree. And there's a couple of females. I, there's a couple of females I think were decent at it. Yeah. Um, I can. Let me think. Let me think here. Who should we throw in there? Who would we throw? Okay, we're not going to say. Um, we're not going to say the obvious. Yeah, we're yeah, not. We're, we're not going to go. We're not going to go, go there. We're not going to go there. Because that I can easily. But the first one. I think that's kind of yeah. go to. Yeah. I'm sure our, our um, listeners are out there going, yeah, yeah I was yeah. kind of thinking the same yeah. thing. We're not going to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would say Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say Indiana Jones. And mm-hmm. uh, for a female, um, damn, that's a good one. Uh, maybe Amy Amy Adams. But then again, she's okay. not she's not all that um, action type. Right. Um, but I would definitely say her. Um, maybe uh, my mind. Who, who? I'm gonna interrupt you a little bit. Uh, it's funny how it kind of entered my mind on this, mm-hmm. but you remember Mask of Zorro? Okay, well, Captain Cat- 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 Jones. I mean, yeah, because you see that. Older though, that's true. But we got to think. We got to think in terms of like today's Hollywood because right. Captain Jones. Right. I'm not saying she's outdated, but we have a lot of females now. Yeah. Oh man, Amy Adams is. Yeah. And I know a lot of people probably see. disagree. Amy Adams is yeah. one of them. Um, and then I would even say uh, that the chick from. Uh, Rogue One, maybe. I know that's kind of a, okay. a throw out there. Yeah. Uh, or actually, you know, would be an even better one. Um, the girl that's actually playing uh, Sophia um, in the new Assassin's Creed movie, because uh-huh. she's playing an actual action character, uh, Marion right. uh, Cotillard. Uh, right. She's, I think she's French, but yeah, she's she's definitely somebody I could see playing that role and kind of building her Hollywood career. Right. So. Um, so I, I gave you that one. Um, I don't really – I can't think of any another mo- uh, movie or a show or something that would be able to turn around. Um, I mean, we've seen Million Dollar Baby, which is almost like Rocky. Yeah. Actually, you yeah. know, I do have one. Okay. All right, ready? 
Um, here we go. He got game. Okay. But it's she's got game. Ray Allen can come back. Yeah. And his daughter can be the person that's deciding on okay. where they're going to go to school. I can see that. I okay. can really see you that. You can happening. even bring Denzel that would be back. Fine. That would be really You nice. can even bring Denzel back into the fold, okay? Yeah. And then having a female in that role, I mean, I would do Will Smith's daughter, Willow. Okay, I could really see that happening. Willow, yeah. Willow, Willow think, would be great for that yeah. role. Willow Smith, I think she would be great for that role. And that's funny you bring Will Smith up and Willow. And um, I saw a, a, a video randomly. You know how you just look at stuff on YouTube? And um, it came up in my news feed and – I watched and it was uh, Will Smith was on a show. I don't even remember the show right offhand, um, but it was uh, Willow, Will right. Smith, um, uh, and the rest of the gang. They were all together, and they were singing Fresh Bits of Bel Air. Okay, it was great. It was uh, it was funny. It was hilarious. Nice. Coming back a little bit, so uh, great show. And, uh, yeah, it was good. funny. Um, cool. Do you have any more questions? Uh, I think that's. I think. Well, actually, you know, we kind of talked about this before just me and you talking about it mm-hmm. and what we're kind of upset about a little bit we're you know picking out another scab okay what's up the darth maul series oh yeah what, what netflix what's taking so long netflix what's going on out there we've been so ready for this for us star wars fans are we holding on clenching on for dear hope that this actually happens and that there's not another thing canceled we don't know. Netflix won't really say anything. Um, yeah. I, I think they're keeping it hush-hush. Maybe they come out in the summertime. Maybe they come out, you know, beginning of spring. Right. I don't know, but it's something that I personally want to see. And going in a segue um, into that as well, uh, we're going to do the box office results for Star Wars Rogue One. Uh-huh. Now, the first weekend it broke. Rogue... Yep, there we go. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> for better lack of sound effects. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So basically, the uh, the weekend it hit about seventy seventy two million dollars. Oh, not wow. bad. That's not bad at all for first weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, it went ahead. I think in America it's uh, oh I think it's what is it two hundred ninety five million dollars. Wow. And worldwide it's three hundred fifty so far. That's so great. I would definitely say, hey, it took two hundred million dollars to make the movie. They've already made money. And they're making more money, and it's not even over. So I think Christmas yeah. time they'll probably grow about another thirty million. I would guess. I could see that. You know, that. and I would definitely say over the time it may not hit that billion dollar mark like you know we thought before, but it still just might. Yes. Give it time. It's only been a week. That's so right. We'll definitely see. It's got. It's made more money. I think they said. Uh, uh, I think than most uh, shows, which is including Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Uh, Batman versus Superman and right. a few others, but uh, it's actually ranked 12th on the all-time list. That's um, great for the uh, the beginning results. So I think some of the shows that, or movies that did beat it was, sadly to say, Finding Dory. Um, oh wow! The Force Awakens, of course. Yeah. And uh, of course, the Jurassic World. These are movies that um, Jurassic World grossed the most on opening day. So it's not bad. Not bad yeah, at all. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, and I was uh, I was pretty impressed with. Uh, uh, with uh, Jurassic World, since you touched on it, and it mentions it in there. Uh, I like the surprises that were in it. Uh, mm-hmm. The jump, you know, uh, jump, uh, jump, jump parts, I guess you could say, in surprises. Yeah. And what happened when you go, oh, that really yeah. happened. Yeah. You know? Oh shit, moments. Yeah. yeah. We've been talking a lot about those. Um, I think uh, it's it's going to be a classic. Definitely something I want to add to my you know my collection for sure. Oh yeah. Definitely, sure. definitely. Um, okay, so now the next segment of the show, I'm going to hit it real quick because I like this question topic thing that we're doing. So I really yeah, want, I do too. I want to kind of go back to it um, because I think it's really something the audience would like to hear, something fresh that a lot of people do. Um, but uh, we'll go ahead and, and go into the um, – whoa, my screen almost went away. We'll go into the top 20 artists of 2016 uh, that's still posted. They could drop from these spots oh, yeah. by the 31st. They could. The first. We can see what happens. All right, so number number 20, I've never heard of this dude before, ever. His name is Post Malone, a uh, new Malone. up-and-coming artist. Uh, number 19, another new up-and-coming artist, Alicia Cara. Oh, yeah, Alicia Cara. She's uh, going right up, right up on the list. That's, uh, yeah. that's really neat to see them coming up. Um, let's see. It's always nice to have some fresh, you know, fresh artists. 
Um, number 18, Justin Bieber. Uh-oh, watch out. The Beepster's on his way. Beepster, the Bobcut. Um, Adele, number 17. Looks like she's still looking for love. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah of course. Number six, yeah. <laughs> I like that statement there. <laughs> number 16, of course, is Christmas. Michael Buble. Oh, yeah. Um, a, it's going to be a classic. Yeah, That's yeah. such a classic. I love Michael Buble, with, uh, especially with the Christmas. It's oh, classic. yeah, yeah, yeah. So classy. Um, number 15, Zane. Um, some new up-and-coming artists there, too. Sundance Head is number 14. Okay. Uh, Garth Brooks back in the mix at number hey, 13. there we go. You and can't off the Brooks. And, of course, while you're listening to Garth Brooks, you have to be a part of what we call the Chainsmokers at number 12. Hey, I like some of the Chainsmoker stuff. Yep, and then Rihanna found her way in there without having to sing. Uh-oh. Um, oh. Let's see, number 11, Rihanna. Oh. I love her early stuff. This new stuff is okay. Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know. It's too uh, repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with some of that. And uh, it sounds like she just decided to walk. It sounds like she's walking and talking versus singing. Yes. And this I, I, agree. I agree. I agree with that. It's almost like uh, being almost arrogant, you yeah. could say. Yeah, I think so. Uh, something she probably got from Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's not be like Bobby and Whitney. Um, number <laughs> 10, Ray Sermond or Sermard. Uh yeah, he's a rapper. Um, oh, is here. that uh, Ray Strumman? Is that his name? I guess that could be Something it. like that? It starts with the yeah. SRE, so I guess you said yeah. it better than me. So there we go. <laughs> Number nine, these romantics out there, Sean Mendez. Uh-oh, watch out for those stitches. Oh, yeah, no stitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Number eight, uh, if you don't need stitches, then you'll definitely need to write a song about him, Taylor Swift. Oh, no. Yeah, I did it. Oh, no, <laughs> she did it. And then if you want to bring back time, uh, number seven is 21 Pilots. Nice. Nice. Um, you know 21 Pilots would be on there. Oh, yeah. And then if you want to sound like Mariah but look like a 12-year-old, Ariana Grande. Okay. There we go. My girl made it on there. I was waiting <laughs> there to see. You go. And, I, and ladies and gentlemen, I have not seen this list. So that's great. Um, I'm surprised you, but that is great. Um, yep. I, I, uh, if you haven't seen the impersonations that she does with all everything, um Superb. Uh, it's so dead spot on. Superb. Uh, even uh, what's funny about with Ariana Grande, um, even if you don't like her music, check out these funnies from uh, Dude, it with. Uh, oh no, it's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. and SNL. And SNL, you're right. Uh, and uh, what's funny about it is when she did her Celine Dion impersonation. Yep. Yep. Celine Dion herself actually said that she peed a little when she met her in person. That's, now that's okay. a big statement. That's a, yeah. Uh, maybe it sounds like a Canadian thing. Yeah, it might be. Maybe. Well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, um, you know, a little Drake action. If yeah. You like, if you like him? Uh, former Degrassi member. Yeah. yeah that's he tries right. to act all big and bad, but we all know. Yeah. Uh, number four, uh, still working out of his basement or his, um, you know, bonus room. Bruno Mars. Yeah. Uh, put together a pretty Omar. funky R and B album. He has. Um, it's a little change in direction, I would even say. Change in with, direction. Yeah. With you know, being direct pop and coming right. up. Right. Um he's got a very talented repertoire, yes. that's for sure. Um and uh with his change, uh you know, you can even ask a question out there if someone wants to call in and, and uh if they're a big Mars fan, what do they think about this new album and the way he's going? You know, he's even changed his look a little bit. Yep. Really yeah, it really has. So. very interesting. Um for him there, but he's always got talent. Yeah. Of course, if you're through with Monday through Friday, you can always go with number three, the weekend. Hey, there you go. Yeah. I'm full of these puns, man. Yeah, that's great. And, um, you know, they got that little meme going around that uh, my fiance showed you earlier with yeah. uh, Christmas on the weekend. Yeah, Christmas on the weekend. Literally. Yeah. If y'all haven't seen it, yeah. Google it. Christmas yeah, on the weekend. Great. Um, great, great meme and photo there. Number two, the pentatonics. Hey, you cannot go wrong. Yes. Not very wrong with pentatonics. That's right. Uh, especially even if you don't like them, you can at least respect this. They were, uh, uh, you know, a while back there with uh, uh, requested by um, the master in chief. Yep. Um, on some occasions, and they're just so talented and, uh, and great. And to give you uh, insight, they've been on the uh, chart for 33 weeks now. Mm. So they've been growing. And lastly, they were number two. They stayed on number two, so they did not drop. That is awesome. That was, I think, the only. One um, that didn't drop. That's in the top five, yeah. All right, so then again, number one. Yes. Throwing it back. He's making a comeback. Oh, who is it? It's not Coles. It's J. Cole. 
Old J. Cole. J. Cole. J. Cole. That is all. J. Cole got soul. Yep, he's got the soul. Stripping it down on the R and B side. That's right. Almost Between like the sheets there, I guess you could say. <laughs> just to kind of, yeah, well, you know, just to give you perspective, last week he was number 19. He's number one. Mm. And he's been on the charts for 88 weeks. Wow, so, that's really impressive. I guess what's going really? on is people are probably listening. Like, oh, yeah. he's back. Yeah. So a little J. Cole there. So that's your top artist of 2016 there right there. There you go, folks. ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that little tidbit. Not uh, pineapple tidbit, but just tidbit. Yeah, there you go. All right, so I think we should just dive back into this question thing. Yeah. Okay, so okay, you asked me last about female protagonists yeah. um, or lead in a movie and what role. Yeah. So here's what I want to do. You ready? Yeah. What TV show would you bring back but have a female lead in it? Ooh, that's really, really good. Uh, let's see. TV show that I would bring back. You know, I would probably, you know, I was I was thinking about this the other day. What's that? Um, and it's kind of uh, my thought process, and I'm, you know, uh, when we talked about it last time. Um, you remember that that uh, movie, um, Blue Crush? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, with the surfer ladies. Right, uh, right. And then tag that to, um, what is it called? Into the Blue Into with the Blue with, with yeah, Paul yeah. Walk and Alba. And yeah, and all those guys. Mm-hmm. We'll tie all that together, and I would do oh, a yeah, cool Jack. Okay. yeah. I would actually have to go with. Um, they they recently did the remake to it. Um, Hawaiian Five O. Okay. All right. You just want to see bikinis. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> always bikinis, right? No, that's you know. Um, the go. I'm a one piece bikinis, man, bikinis, and one pieces <laughs> that have the little inserts on the tummies, right? Oh, on the right? Yeah, yeah. little you know, slim it down there in the new style so, for the new era. But no, it would be okay. Michelle Rodriguez. Ooh, there we go. Michelle Rodriguez, very nice. Yes, I would. I would very nice. To, I, that would be cool to see her I play would, that role. Well, you know, you say that. I was. I mean, you're bringing in Hawaii Five O and and Hawaiian beaches and bikinis. I was going to yeah. say maybe Brooklyn Decker, but. Yeah, so Rodriguez, yeah. not bad. Very cool. Uh, I think, and then, um, but okay, and I'm gonna bounce it back to you. Right. Who would you make her partner? Brooklyn Decker. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh man. Brooklyn Decker. Yeah. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty good there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's Brooklyn like, Decker. Yeah. Uh, we can so, have more. We can have partners. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there uh, all right, so all right. I'm sure she probably wouldn't mind anyway. Uh, well, you know, okay. it's all for ratings, right? It's the ratings. Yeah, it's the ratings part there. All right, so you, let's see. Uh, we're just doing like we say we do. We're doing this on the fly. So, I, yeah. I mean, this is like raw <laughs> stuff here. So, what you got? What you got? Um, so let's see. Um, we were talking earlier. Um, you know, uh, uh, we're here at Jesse's house, and um, uh. He was putting down his little bean, and I uh, uh, was talking in between with uh, with Lauren, uh, Jesse's wife, about some really good horror films. Okay, right? Okay. Okay. So, you know, I've got I got a little list right here because we were just talking on the fly about it, and you know, if you're a, if you're a horror fan, and and if you're a horror fan, what what um, you know. Uh, you always have that aggravation about, you know, you got that corny scary. Right. What movie really, if you really think about it, when you get home and you look over your shoulder and like okay. you sweat a little okay. bit, that kind of movie, right? right? So which movie? So we've got a little list. Um, we've got The Ring. Kind of start off on the top. Okay. Peeling some onion layers okay. back. Okay. Joyride is pretty good because it's different. It's got Paul Walker. It's okay. got um, Zach, um, not Efron, but uh, Zach Vaughn. Zach Vaughn. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. But then going to, from Harry Potter to... Uh, Mr. Radcliffe, little dark, there. little lady in black. I thought he was looking for a Horcrux. Yeah, that's it. Um, and then you've got Stigmata, which is back in '99. Uh, one that'll really put some chills on you is Exorcist of Emily Rose, which my wife has a pop figure for. Yes. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Yeah. Really awesome. Um, so those are some of the ones that we kind of came up with, and then one that you saw. Yeah, with your wife as well. A while back was the Quiet One. The Quiet One's a very good movie, um, very uh, nail biting, teeth grinding, uh, looking over your shoulder like you said. Another one I saw a long time ago that we both didn't even know we saw um, 
at least both of us a piece. Yeah. Brotherhood of the Wolf in French. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's a good movie. Um, the, was it the other one that's on there? Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, Master and Commander. Master and Commander. Kind of action, kind of thing, kind of bouncing mm-hmm. around. Uh, but just some really good movies that, you know, if you haven't checked these out, really really look into them. Um, they're really good, and some of them are even on Netflix. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then on Hulu as well. Um, so uh, I'm going to bounce this around to you. I was going to throw something out really quick. Okay. Um, you know, it's got some open-air kind of stuff. We were session on Star Wars, but what okay. I was really excited about my favorite characters is the Padawan uh, uh, Osaka. They've got okay. the, Osaka's got the new book. So is it? Check it out. So okay, uh, it, are you, it would be interesting to see if they do uh, something for her. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see maybe a movie. I see maybe right. Netflix. Yeah, you know, yeah, been off of like that. Yeah, um, the but the book is awesome. It, it tells that it fills in that gap of what happened what to happened her to after her everything after, fell. Yeah. After yeah. everything fell after the Clone Wars, and everybody was getting hunted down, and then the switch from Annie to Darth. Right. What happened? Right. This book will fill you in. Yes, it will. And, and on top of that, too, we, I mean, I think a lot of people in their mind, if they're not huge Star Wars fans, they think all the Jedi is defeated. Right. But in reality, there actually are still some very few yes. Jedi. And some of them decide to hang it up. Some of them decide to go into hiding and die yes. as a Jedi. Yeah. And then some decide to raise a boy to become a Jedi to take over. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have some pretty good uh, moves into that. Um, okay, well, I guess I can ask you a question on this. Ready? Uh-huh. Going back and forth. As we have a few minutes left. Um, yeah. So if you had the budget to make a Star Wars movie, yes. and you don't have to pick a role or anything or people to, to be in the movie, but if you had to pick a Star Wars movie to film and to make, and it's not part of the original saga or series, that's kind of like the Rogue One uh, spinoff, what would you do? And you can't choose Han Solo because it's coming out. Right, right. Um, that, is, that is a really, really good... Uh, take on that um so if i was going to do a filler if i was going to see what um i would actually like to see uh princess leia growing up from what happened on alderaan oh that's interesting from the switch and how she knows of the force how she was taught and who was around her to influence her in her upbringing, I guess you could say. Because of that, we were talking about female lead roles. I would like to see that as well. Yeah, and how she decided to start having the buns. Yes, and how she started having yeah, <laughs> the buns. The buns. That's actually, you know, that's something I would never have thought. That's pretty yeah. good. I was thinking maybe something like Luke. Yeah. Um, or, you know, maybe Vader in his evil. But you brought something that I think a lot of people would probably be interested to see. Yeah. You know, Leia... Uh, Lady in white, you know. Yeah, so downplayed. Exactly. That's pretty, that's good. I'm very impressed. Very yeah. nice. Well, antagonizing you, there. Yeah. For our listeners to uh, be like, ah, I could think of like a million different things. Yeah. But, you know, we all have our opinions. We all have our uh, insight on what we do and do not like and do want to see. Yes. But I think that was actually, that was a pretty good one. Pretty, yep. pretty damn good one. And uh, I know it's coming to a close. I was going to tell you guys real quick. For the holiday season, some little gizmos and different things to pick up. Uh, you know, if you don't know, some of the big news is uh, the NES Classic Edition console came back out. It's got about 30 games that are lined up uh, coming along with it, and it's the price of a new age game. So, like a PS4 or Xbox One game for 59. Yep. Oops. Check it out. Um, it's great. It's a little. It's a lot smaller. Um, basically, it's uh, the size of your. Um, basically the what it's about uh, it can fit in your hand basically. that's what she said yeah yeah and then also uh, game wise movie wise uh, Deadpool uh, that's always good the Lego movie came out and then also uh, Sicario Sicario uh, with Emily Blunt uh, Del Toro and uh, Josh Brolin uh, supposed to be pretty good action-packed movie for all those action lovers, and um, also Pokemon Sun and Moon. I had to throw that in there. Yeah, geeking it up a lot more. Uh, great. Um, have to check it out. Uh, what's your closing thoughts and things and thoughts and things, there, man? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, we did. Uh, we did say that this is our last podcast for 2016. We'll be bringing the heat back in January. 
Um, so we'll probably be doing it in the next uh, couple of weeks. So I would say definitely maybe the second week of January we'll do something for you guys. Yes, we're really um, going to bring the heat for the guys. Yeah, we'll get the, the Facebook up and everything. We'll get the YouTube going. We'll get our uh, our pages going. And then, of course, the live feeds and the chats. And look for us on iTunes at JK Podcast. So this is it, guys. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Yes. And new, beginnings. Uh, new beginnings to come out. So. Signing off, this is Jesse. And this is Kyle. And what are we always doing, Kyle? Jesse. Culture. Yes, sir. Happy New Year, guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.